0: All right, man it's such a special time this morning we get to share uh just in the lives and the decisions of these few begin this morning getting baptized and um, this morning as, we, as we've already said i just want to welcome our first- time guests but also i want to welcome those who have been here many weeks and months and, and a year and i just want to thank you and and, and just just give you some uh just some i want to honor you man because you've done a lot you've you've been a lot you've done a lot for the kingdom in this place and i've seen god move in your obedience um, in such a mighty way and what I've learned and what I've seen in, in my life and those in my small group and those in, in leadership over me is that God works in crazy, awesome ways, but it's always done in the measure of my obedience and my surrender to Him. And I, I love that. And so I just want to share that and encourage you guys with that this morning. And I just want to celebrate with you guys that we get to watch 13 people go from death to life in Christ for their decision to follow Jesus this morning. And... And this morning, I just want to share this baptism is not what saves people. This baptism is not what brings people to heaven. This baptism is a a sign of what's happened on the inside of someone's heart from turning the control of their life over to Jesus and trusting Him alone, Jesus alone, for for their salvation. That's what it is. It's an image of that. And so this morning, I want to just kind of ask you, do you really understand what that means? And I want to ask you guys this morning that are getting baptized, hold on to this day. Let this be a landmark in your in your following of Jesus. And we'll go back to this many times as your public profession of your faith to say, hey, world, well, I'm following Jesus. He's, he's affected my life in a way that I will never turn back. I'm going to make disciples. I'm going to follow him wherever he leads me. Going from death to life. That we will understand what it means to go from death to life, but be without hope to be full of hope second um, Corinthians 517 one of my favorite verses it talks about anyone who is in Christ is a new creation the old clarinet today uh, it's no longer it's no longer the guy I was last week I'm a new creation in Christ not because of anything I've done but because of everything that Christ did on the cross for my sins and breaking out of that grave because God's robbed the grave isn't that awesome and so this morning let's celebrate as we get to witness this and 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 this year coming up at, at Connection Church Um, I I told you Connectors this morning that we're going to, this coming up year is going to be a year that we're going to call the year of next steps. The next steps, we're taking next steps as a church, we're taking next steps as individuals, because we want to take every series that we preach here about pushing ourselves further into the will of God for your life, for our life as a church, because we believe if people are in the will of God, are making disciples, who are going to reach the nations, who are reaching their community, who are being a sending church, then we'll see God do greater things than we can ever imagine through the life and the body of this church do y'all believe that because that's what it says in scripture this morning i want to show you that and as we get going really quick i just want to share with you this morning that um sometimes it's it's good to just to teach sometimes instead of just preach all the times it's hard for me but like i want to ask you like why that like why do we do baptism what what why baptism and there's some of you here this morning who may not be saved I, who, you know like i don't care about this jesus stuff whatever there may be somebody here this morning that's full of religion. I know all the, all the doctrines, and I know all this, and I know all this. All this I'm very well read, and they can argue. Uh, every. But this morning, come to, the, to their knees and when it comes to doctrine of Scripture. And that's wonderful. But this morning, let's talk a little bit about what it means through Scripture, really quick, about baptism. And as a church, we believe baptism means three things as a church. The first thing we believe, that baptism was commanded by Jesus. Matthew 28 the Great Commission I I hope you've at least heard it Matthew 28 19 through 20 this is not going to be on the screen so listen up and this is Jesus as he's about to ascend into heaven he says he says all power in heaven and earth has been granted to me it's been given to me and anytime somebody says that that's Jesus when somebody when Jesus said that if I was in that room I'd have been like okay I'm listening up because he has all authority everywhere this man's got it so I'm listening I've watched him So it says, therefore, because of this, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them everything that I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very ends of the age. And so we see, as a follower of Jesus, we're called to be disciple makers. Disciple makers who are going, who are teaching, who are baptizing. That's not a pastor's job. But that's what we think sometimes. It's like follower of Jesus' job to go, to disciple, to baptize, to make, to make the name of God known throughout the nations. His glory to the ends of the earth. And so we see baptism as a command of Jesus, of Jesus' age. And so it's not making disciples until Christ returns at the end of the age. And so it's not something that just happens a little while, it says here. I says I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. And so, until Jesus comes back, we're meant to be making disciples and baptizing people into the into the name of Jesus, into the church who are making disciples. Because if we're making disciples, who are making disciples, well, it's going to be awesome. That's what it's about. Number two, baptism shows it shows union with Christ. Baptism shows union with Christ. Uh, Romans six three through four it says. Says, don't you know that all of us who are baptized into Christ were also baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptisms into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And that's what baptism is. You're, you're dead in the grave. You've risen again with Christ. That's what it. That's the symbolism there. And baptism. Hear this. Baptism. I've said this before. Is not the means of our unity with Christ. Faith is the means by which we're saved. By faith, through grace, is means by which it's the means by which we is faith is the means by which we are united with Christ and we're justified. And we show that faith with the act of baptism. Faith, uh, you know, faith unites us to Christ, and baptism symbolizes the the union. If I can give you a very good analogy, this ring on my finger. If I've ever lost this thing, who would kill me? My wife would destroy my life. She was like, "What? What? What's, where's your ring at, bro?" Let's, like A lot of you in here have lost rings before, and you, your wives are like, what's, what's happening, man? You know, and so, listen, a great analogy is, is with this ring, I be wed. Who's ever heard that? With this ring, I be wed, right? But it's not the ring that's, that's, that means you're married right? It's not the ring that makes you married. We, we say that, but we don't mean that the ring or putting on the ring on your finger is what makes you married. The ring shows the covenant and symbolizes the covenant, but the covenant-making vows make the marriage. So it is with faith and baptism. And I want y'all to hear that this morning. So when Paul says, with this baptism, you are united with Christ. You got that? You understand that? And so, so this imagery of baptism is death, burial, and resurrection and Christ was buried and raised to new life new life what that means new life is not like the old one not like the former it's been made new fresh clean able to live with power and might through the power of the holy spirit to do the works of the gospel and to build the kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven is what it says in scripture and that's what you're confessing today into the world as you're receiving baptism it's not you just climbing into a pool with some person and getting baptized that's what it means The last thing it's an outward expression of an inward faith it's an outward expression of an inward faith that's probably the oldest term you've ever heard if you've been in church And we believe that baptism is a command of Jesus for those who have repented and have come to faith in Jesus and expresses their faith in a tangible way and because we believe this we believe that baptism is only for believers We believe baptism is only for believers who have repented of their sins. And what repentance means, literally, repentance means to agree with God, to turn away from sin and turn towards God. God, you're right. I'm a sinner. That's what it means. You put your faith in Jesus for that. We base this belief off of Colossians 2, verses 11 and 12, which says, In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your whole self, ruled by the flesh, was put off. When you are circumcised by Christ, Christ comes and circumcises our heart. It's a it's a foreshadow the circumcision in the Old Testament is a foreshadowing of the Holy Spirit coming in and circumcising our heart and bringing us into the kingdom. It says having seen having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. That is also. Awesome. That's what you're doing this morning. And so this morning, as we as we watch a couple of videos of these guys getting and uh, tell you their story, I just want to share with you guys that they're, they're sharing they get baptized or raise their hand of what God's done in their life to this point. And so whenever people get baptized or raise their hand for salvation in this church, what we do is we get crazy. All right? Y'all get crazy for a football game, I know. Don't, don't play with me. Listen, these people are, are declaring to you today that they are followers of Jesus. And they're giving you an example of that, and I want to tell you that I tell I do weddings some, not a lot yet because I'm a new pastor. But uh, uh, but listen, what what I want to show you is at a, at a wedding I tell the audience like guys, you guys are not just here as spectators. That's not your job today. You guys in the audience are to hold these guys accountable, to walk with them, to to say hey man, great job. That's a great thing. Let's meet for some discipleship. Let's walk through life together. Let's do life together, and then. Guys, you're holding them accountable to the faith, to the declaration they're making today. And so this morning, you have a responsibility to these people. Not just to come as a witness, but you're coming to hold these guys accountable to their faith in Christ. So if you came and you didn't know that, sorry. So that's that's why you're here. So let's pray for these guys, and then we're going to jump right in. So Father God, we love you. I thank you for baptism. I thank you for the ordinances that you've put in place, Father. I thank you for the, the love and the and the grace that you've shown through your son, Jesus. God, I pray that you would just come and be with these people this morning. And through the giving of your son, Father, I pray to walk the walk of faith that you've called us to through the Holy Spirit. And through the giving of your son, Father, I pray that you would do mighty things through these 14 people sitting on this road. God, I pray that you would just waken them up. God, that they would shed the shame and the guilt and the hurt and the pain and the bitterness. God, and they would walk out of these waters, God, in a relationship with you, that is empowered, God, that you've called us to. But we love you. God, I thank you, and I praise you, and I give you all the honor and the glory because it's in your name I pray, amen.